0: It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And it is Extravaganza Day! Happy Chocolate Chip Cookie Month. If you're just tuning in, you have missed an entire month. Of chocolate chip cookie recipes and tasting and it's, tasting all, and it's all
1: there. You can go back and, and listen. Thank
0: goodness. You it, can binge. It's not like a radio show. It just doesn't come out once.
1: No, it's all there for you.
0: If you want, go ahead and listen to the previous episodes. But this one is going to be the...
1: Piece de resistance It's not to be missed.
0: If you remember or listened to last year's end of the month chocolate chip cookie extravaganza... Our listener, Emily, sent in the request for us to make a chipwich. Which we
1: did, and two great results. We nailed lo- it. We loved it. We made yeah. the ice cream. Mm-hmm. We made a the special cookies. kind of cookie that's to stand up to holding onto the ice cream. Yeah,
0: and loved them. Well, this month, in the same website that we have been gathering our recipes from... Which is called? Tasteofhome.com. They had a recipe for a s'more sandwich cookie.
1: So s'mores, as you know, is a campfire treat Mm -hmm. that you assemble after roasting a marshmallow. You sandwich it between graham crackers with a square of chocolate.
0: Exactly. This is a chocolate chip cookie sandwich with roasted marshmallow in the center.
1: Oh. It's just me
0: yeah so we've seen lots of recipes for s'more cookies where you you use little bits of marshmallow okay. and chocolate okay. in the cookie yeah this is a pure lovely chocolate chip cookie with some special ingredients and you roast a marshmallow and sandwich two cookies together okay and i predict we're going to love it
1: i i also predict that. my mouth is watering yes it's hard to talk with this much water in. But them. first,
0: a little bit of history, and we've gone through the history, I think, of s'mores before, I don't perhaps. Know. But if not, no one knows for sure who invented the s'more. Really? Yeah.
1: That seems like it would be something that could be documented. But go ahead. Well, there
0: were cookies, like you know that cookie that has a graham cracker and a marshmallow, and it's in. Taste oh. and chocolate?
1: Malamars, my mom buys them for me all the time. Those
0: were around well before the documentation of the
1: s'more. Oh, really? The Malamar predates the s'more? Yeah,
0: by like 20 years. Wow. Yeah. However, the first published recipe for some mores, not abbreviated anyway, not with the apostrophe, was in 1927 publication called. Tramping and trailing with the Girl Scouts. I've heard of this. Yes, we've talked about that. Loretta Scott Crew, who made them for the Girl Scouts by the campfire, is given credit for the recipe. It's unclear when the name was shortened to simply S'more, but various Girl Scout publications referred to the treat as some S'mores until at least 1971.
1: Wow, that seems so late. I never even yeah I've called it anything other than a s'more and i've been around since 1971
0: i vaguely remember being introduced to the s'more my children grew up from infancy eating s'mores sure i did not okay i was introduced like maybe 5 or 6 years old
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have Which pictures was, of my, me, of the my 1970s. daughter about that age with her first s'more. Mm. I don't think you feed s'mores to infants. Uh,
0: Gerber's makes a, a <laughs> s'more baby food. Now.
1: They're doing so many so many different collabs these days.
0: It's surprising that you don't because the first marshmallows came from a plant called Athea a- no we talked
1: about this once before and it was like the it was a it was called a mallow plant like a yeah, marsh mallow called, it, plant and i was like no it's not and that, now you're telling me it's called althea officinalis i
0: just tried to trick you because that's the same name that's the scientific name okay 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 of the marsh phew Rock
1: <laughs> rocking my world over here but
0: Early civilizations, including ancient Greeks and Romans, used the roots and leaves of the plant for medicinal purposes, often to help with inflammation and as
1: a laxative. That would not occur to me.
0: (laughs) It was a health food, Mm -hmm. as marshmallows, I think, should be in the health food be. They should be in the health and beauty aisle. Leave it to the French, who first marketed the marshmallow as a treat rather (laughs) than a medicine, Combining the root juice of the plant with eggs and sugar beaten into a foam. And we're gonna talk more about foams later. But they formed the soft paste into a lozenge. And I'm going to leave it to Jill to pronounce this. Well,
1: first, can you do a better job on lozenge?
0: Lozenge. Okay. It was a lozenge <laughs> called
1: Pat de Guimauve. Guimauve.
0: Pat de Guimauve. Uh, which means a paste for the throat.
1: Okay. of is throat.
0: It, its purpose was twofold, to soothe the throat and taste good. This treat was expensive and labor-intensive, much like the marshmallow-based medicines of the day.
1: Marshmallow-based medicines. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the end of the 19th century, gelatin replaced the juice from the actual plant. So we've gone from a plant. Additive to an animal
1: additive. So that probably didn't make it healthier. No, sure not.
0: But it was close in an approximation to the taste and the form, but cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. So the other important part besides chocolate are graham crackers. Mm-hmm. And you can't have a s'more if you don't have graham
1: no. crackers. To be honest, if you were going to just buy those components to make us more i've not found a and we maybe even have discussed this a gluten-free graham cracker that is l- enough like a non a glutenous graham cracker to make this more taste like it really should and
0: thus our excitement about this cookie yeah yeah well i mean it i has... think
1: you have managed to to make homemade gluten-free graham crackers that I... are much closer to a graham cracker than anything on the market but they're
0: very f- hard to get to the right yes it's uh, a tricky trick depth. Mm-hmm. in fact i did make Homemade graham crackers for this episode, for, for the ingredients for this cookie. And I didn't take great care because I knew that I was going to crush them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they were so thick.
1: Mm -hmm. And 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 that's, that's one of the problems with this, with this store-bought ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of putting them through a pasta maker. Mm Mm-hmm. We'll see what that, we'll see Like Maybe to, to squish them flatter? Yeah, to take the dough, because you roll out the dough. Before you bake it. Before you bake yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it would be kind of a mess if you did it after. <laughs> that, that,
0: that would be a good way to make the crumbs. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, graham crackers, a little history on graham crackers. I think we've talked we've about talked this. We've talked about it, yeah. But they were originally. It repeating. Yeah, because they were originally invented to curb sex drive early in 19th century. I don't think
1: I remember that. Part. Oh, no. I thought it was like a digestive aid. No, it has to do with...
0: Well, in early 19th century, New Jersey Presbyterian minister Sylvester Graham believed that humanity was on its way to moral collapse due to an obsession with carnal desire. Oh my gosh,
1: in the early 19th century? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Sylvester, come back today. (laughs) You should see what the girls are wearing on Instagram. Ha ha, Instagram.
0: He oh also invented by Sylvester Graham. He no, that's not true. (laughs) He also believed that the food we were eating greatly contributed to our undeterred need to have sex. So a simple steak dinner with wine could, according to an 1847 text he wrote, increase the concup. Concupiscent? Mm. Increase the concupiscent excitability of the genitalia organs.
1: This is a little bit naughty for Cookie Lab. (laughs) I'm a little worried we're going to get the explicit label. So...
0: He promoted a special process of baking using only finely ground, unbleached wheat flour, wheat bran, and coarse ground germ. And out of this came a bland dry cracker that he named after himself,
1: the graham cracker. There's a leap of logic there that I'm not
0: following. Makes no sense whatsoever. Not based on scientific evidence in any way.
1: Shape or form.
0: And thus, the s'more. (laughs) (laughs) all right well um let me tell you what what i did for the ingredients in this cookie because i wanted graham cracker i wanted chocolate and i wanted a chocolate chip cookie
1: right because it's still chocolate chip cookie month okay go i was so distracted by this morse go ahead
0: so we use butter brown sugar sugar Mm -hmm. egg vanilla
1: so far it sounds like a chocolate chip cookie. chocolate
0: chip cookie right flour Mm -hmm. baking soda Mm -hmm. salt pinch of salt salt pretty much it okay and an equal part of graham crackers to the flour
1: Mm -hmm. so like the flour that you would have made in a chocolate chip cookie it's half flour half crushed up graham cracker ground up graham cracker flour
0: yep and then i put in some cinnamon Mm -hmm. because i wanted that cinnamon graham cracker taste okay and mix that together made a dough plopped it in small amounts, usually I put 50 grams of cookie dough onto the baking pans to bake. Mm-hmm. I started with 25 grams. Mm-hmm. Those were too big. Those cookies because it spread so much? Came out too big. They, okay. Right? They didn't spread in an, an inordinate amount. They just spread. So then I decreased it to 20 grams and we got that perfect...
1: It was a good size. Perfect size
0: for the marshmallow. Because you don't want it... Too big, so that the marshmallow doesn't ooze out the sides, mm-hmm. and you don't want it too small, so that it's too much. Doesn't yeah right? ooze out the sides. So now we have the added challenge, right, of roasting a marshmallow. Here in Cookie Lab, uh, we do not have easy access to the campfire in the house.
1: Not inside. Right. I mean, we have Bunsen burners and stuff like that.
0: So we also have an oven,
1: mm-hmm. and we have a microwave. Mm-hmm.
0: We could soften the the marshmallow in the microwave. I would not. Ten seconds in a
1: microwave softens but, it, up. but it doesn't make it crispy or brown. Does, you don't
0: get the caramelization, yeah. right? So we're going to take you into our secret laboratory where we will don our protective clothing. And grab our marshmallow skewers uh-huh. and roast some marshmallows.
1: All right, are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. All right, so we
0: are going to roast the marshmallows, but we're not, we don't have the campfire going. So if it's a rainy day, which it was which this it morning, was for sure, yeah. and you want to roast some marshmallows for your s'more cookies. Mm-hmm you can roast your marshmallows like this. First, we're just going to...
1: I'm wondering why you're choosing to put them sideways.
0: uh, Because don't you want this part darkened? Yes, yes. So we'll flip them halfway through. Okay. Okay. First, we're going to broil them, and we're putting them on a cookie pan, cookie sheet, with parchment paper. And we're going to put that under the broiler, under high, and see what happens. All right. The broiler's on, and we will time how long this takes to get a good toasted marshmallow. We're also going to experiment and try it over the stove.
1: Okay, simultaneous.
0: By the way, we are dressed in our finest laboratory finery. We have on a paper
1: like. It's like a Tyvek lab coat. Lab coat. With cuffs.
0: Donated by the University. That shall not be named. Uh, laboratory.
1: Cookie Lab University. Cookie. <gasps> <laughs> wow, this is an aggressive marshmallow stick.
0: I think we could also use a fork.
1: It's like a pitchfork.
0: It's a professional stick. It's been two minutes and there's no Nothing browning. Has okay. Oh, but I smell it. How do you like your marshmallows? Do you like them burned? Completely or just golden burned. all around.
1: I, I know it's unpopular with some people, but just me personally, completely burned. Oh. Liquid in the inside. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm happy because it's delicious. How about you?
0: I like mine perfectly. Perfect
1: golden. and golden. Yeah.
0: I'm not a big fan of the burn. Mm. Oh, look oh, at Oh, look at that.
1: The difference between two minutes and however many—three many, minutes—it's uh, perfect. Uh, three minutes under the broiler on high it gives you a perfect golden, toasty on one brown side. on one side. Now we flip them.
0: Now we're gonna flip them, and I predict that it will be faster. I think you're right. It's, it's warm mm-hmm. already, mm-hmm. so we'll give it
1: just one minute. I think. Another minute. Yeah.
0: That's exciting.
1: But we don't even have to burn them up. Well, we can see how
0: it how it works. Okay. Just make sure we have to test for our uh, for science for for our listeners. Yeah. if both methods work.
1: Yeah, because maybe someone doesn't have a broiler, but they have a gas stove.
0: Yeah, you can't do this over an electric stove. No, normally. that will be it would a take big a mess. Very long time, yeah. especially one of those the convection coil. stoves.
1: Oh, the glass kind.
0: Yeah, with the you have to put the special pot on it. No. it. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're good. All right, should we take it out?
1: I I think I mean I don't know what what we're doing. Are we are we assembling?
0: of that cookie yeah here's here's an interesting tidbit look at that look at the oh the raw marshmallow the
1: raw marshmallow is like a third the size of the toasted one yeah
0: interesting okay let's get our cookies we have two chocolate chip cookies each Uh, and these cookies as we have said are made with graham
1: crackers so there's no we're not putting a cho- a piece of chocolate. Exactly. There's no chocolate in the, cookie. in the cookie. The graham cracker and the chocolate are both in the cookie. Yes. The marshmallow is in the middle. Look at that. I've done nothing but stand here. Um That's perfect, That's isn't magnificent. It? Yes. Mm,
0: magnificent. All right. We're going to leave that and we're going to test. Let's just My my pitchfork mm-hmm. is behind you. No. Let's All right. let's see how long this takes. So, Much faster, Jill's is on fire.
1: That's how I like it.
0: <laughs> Mine is on fire. It's hard to judge.
1: I'm gonna um, ask you to hand me that blue plate if you can.
0: This is much faster over the fire for sure yeah
1: but maybe the oven will give us a more even
0: i would say yeah i would say uh 45 seconds and you've got uh, about the same brownie all around
1: that looks pretty nice
0: the caramelization on the outside but oh, you're on fire is not uh, certainly not as uniform as on. uniform or as
1: Attract crispy oh, okay. as the other, but, but for me, this was the way to get the blackened, yeah, blackened Cajun marshmallow effect. All right,
0: okay, so should we eat it?
1: Yes, let's eat it.
0: All right, here we go.
1: Hmm. Mm. <clears throat> oh my god! Wow. Uh that this is, is this is the extravaganza that we that we deserve. Everything that I've ever wanted in life is in this cookie. It is like a s'more in a chocolate chip cookie. Do you form. taste the graham cracker. I do. Go ahead. Well, I would absolutely serve this, but I think it needs to be served with, when the marshmallows are warm. I think it might get unpleasant. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I don't think you want your marshmallows to. Not be gooey.
1: It's not a make-ahead
0: treat. No, it's... This is the fun... The fun of a s'more is making the s'more, right? Mm-hmm. The other thing I would say is don't let your chocolate chip cookies get too warm because the marshmallow is going to melt that chocolate mm. in it, and it's not quite as neat as a graham cracker, Um but it's so soft and, and, and All the flavors chocolatey. are exactly right. And this has cinnamon in it. You could leave the cinnamon out. Oh. But um, it's to give you that flavor of the cinnamon graham crackers.
1: Oh, but I don't make s'mores with cinnamon graham crackers.
0: But some people do. So,
1: And it's not overpowering. It's, it's a lovely flavor. Mm-hmm. This is definitely something you should try. Listeners.
0: Good. Listener. Yeah. Easy to make cookies. Very easy. The recipe... That was shared online makes a lot of cookies.
1: So maybe you could you could bring the cookies, you could make the cookies, and bring them to a campfire where people would toast marshmallows and make their sandwiches. Is that yeah, the idea? Yeah, that's what I
0: would do, and I would freeze them ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Except that because, you freeze all cookies, but they don't get these cookies don't get really crispy when you freeze them. Okay, um, and then you put that hot marshmallow in between.
1: I'm licking my fingers just like us more. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Fantastic,
0: and. There's the added pleasure of putting the type of marshmallow that you like in this. So I like mine golden brown and perfect that way. And you like yours completely burnt.
1: Which is perfect per- for me.
0: Perfect for you. Wrong, but perfect.
1: No, I don't, I don't think you should. I, I think you know better than to yuck my yum.
0: And now we can go into a little bit of the science. Great. I love how we end chocolate chip cookie month with just... Always a fantastic cookie.
1: It's a great tradition. Last year we had the chipwich. Thanks Maybe we're going to say that in the beginning. I don't know.
0: So, science.
1: Science.
0: Do you know how foams in the culinary world are all the rage?
1: Yes. If you go to a super fancy, like Michelin star restaurant, you're going to get something in the form of a foam. Right.
0: I mean, like... My entire meal in Iceland at this fancy restaurant we went to at the Blue Lagoon called the Lava Restaurant was all foam. All foam. It was an an entire foam meal.
1: <laughs> I don't know how, if I'd appreciate that. But. Foamed
0: potatoes, foamed fish. Uh, uh, yeah, it was. It, uh, there was foam with everything. And it had the flavor of whatever it was, but it was a foam. So if you're not that fancy and you want... To say, oh, I've had a foamed dessert. This is the dessert for you. <laughs> because marshmallow is basically a foam of sugar and corn syrup stabilized by a gelatin. Excellent. Gelatin is made, I think we've talked about this in the past, by partially breaking down collagen, which is the main connective tissue in animals. And you we break that up into smaller protein molecules. You know how we love fancy words
1: well not just for fancy words sake
0: but we love to say them we get very excited okay. here's here's the fancy word Let's hear it. of the podcast gelatin is a thermo-reversible gel oh
1: yes yes sciencey terms yeah, yeah. i do like a, a good
0: do you want do you want to say it just for the, the
1: thermoreversible pleasure? gel <laughs>
0: <laughs> so w- really when you serve these you will say here is your cookie and a foam with a thermo-reversible gel that I've put together for
1: uh, you in my laboratory. In, in my laboratory,
0: yes. Which means that it can flip back and forth between liquid and gel depending on the temperature. Oh, interesting!
1: So once it be, like liquidizes, it all is not lost. Look. It can go back to gel. Yeah,
0: we've have we s- have we have, like, we have a, some marshmallows. like a
1: marshmallow patty.
0: Yeah, we have some marshmallows that we may But, but if you we touch toasted. it,
1: you're going to be sad because now. But feel this one. This one is much more.
0: Is <laughs> much more. Ge- yeah, more, a like. more solid. yeah so candy makers can change the texture of gelatin containing foods just by varying how much gelatin they use for example marshmallows and gummy bears are both made of gelatin corn syrup and sugar
1: and and they're very different very they're different very
0: different they use more gelatin in a gummy bear than in a marshmallow because they want the Gummy bear to have firmer characteristics. In the gummy bear, the gelatin forms a gel structure by itself. In a marshmallow, there's another key component, and that is the air, the foam. Yeah,
1: there's no air in the gummy bear. Oh, so. You're making me want to make a cookie out of a gummy bear.
0: Same thing. Oh. Oh. Stay tuned. Yeah. We've got a whole list of ingredients that we need to put into cookies. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Just a a little thermo reversible gel uh, for our listeners. It sounds
1: like something like Gillette would claim is part of their new shaving yeah. system. Or
0: Doctor Evil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's take over the world with our thermo-reversible gel. Right.
0: We're going to encase everybody in jello.
1: This is a dream come true. And then
0: we will say, keep your paws off of our whipped cream.
1: Whipped cream? For on top of the jello. No, you're gonna confuse people. This oh. is a this is a
0: s'mores <laughs> cookie episode. <laughs> then we will say, keep your hands off our
1: I might say, Do you want some more? Oh very
0: good. And that brings us to the end of chocolate chip cookie month. But what that doesn't month mean it has been doesn't mean necessarily the end of chocolate chip cookies because you can eat them all year for sure yeah Yeah. they're
1: uh, always welcome
0: yeah but let's see what next month brings us okie dokie all right stay tuned bye it's cookie lab